Welcome back, world. Peace and greetings, our family and friends. Welcome to another side of Faye. We hope we didn't perked up your ears a little bit. We got you uh, uh, listening a little closer because we, we 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 speaking some truth here um, today. I got my brothers, uh, uh, the chairman, uh, Brother Jack, the executive director, my favorite life coach, Brother Addis. Y'all tell the world hello. Peace and greetings, everyone. Hello, world. Peace and greetings. Appreciate y'all checking us out. Now, brothers, when we ended, we were talking about insecurity. We were talking about mental health and we were talking about the addiction in the organism of social media. And the last thing we spoke on was how a a, a childhood trauma leads to, in a lot of ways, insecurities. And those insecurities leads to a lot of people on social media losing their integrity and doing anything and everything for likes and hearts. That's right. That's right. Um, and it, how social media is an organism. It's alive. It's, it's, it has grabbed your soul. Right. Can you take a break? I tell a lot of individuals all the time, hey, sometimes you just got to step away from, it. you know, the people who use it heavy, just step away and let the, and let life happen. It's OK. I don't I don't communicate with my friends on social media. I know you in real life. If I want to know what's going on, I'll call you. If I want you to know what's going on with me, I'll call you, send you a text and send a picture. Outside of that, I'm not too worried about it. Every, you know, everybody has a life going on. But all of these things play on our mental health because it's fear of missing out. Brother Addis, what would you like that? Oh man, I used to I used to be one of those insecure people, you know, before before, you know, who I am today. You know, I used to, I used to, I used to be on there posting, Hey, look what I'm doing today. Hey, guess what? This is this, you know what I'm saying? But then as I really started to recognize my spiritual journey, I literally got off of social, all social media platforms for about five years, right up until about 2021. That's when I started. Matter of fact, it would have been like maybe May of 2021. That's when I started getting back on social media. But I literally had to take five years off because it was affecting my mental health. So we left off with me and, and, and us fellas talking about ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. And I had um, a childhood experience. And I like, like you, brother, was saying earlier, a lot of childhood trauma um, as we grow up forces us to be insecure. And I had a childhood adverse childhood experience for quite a while. And I wanted to put it out there for the, you know, for you guys and for the world. And just hopefully we can educate someone and encourage someone who may be dealing with some insecurities because of what happened to them as a child, but they might be able to find some relief, some peace and uh, a way out um, in this episode, if not the next. So when I was younger, I don't tell everybody this. Well, yes, I do. Cause I'm, I'm crazy. Um, and I'm secure with myself. When I was younger, I got bullied. I got picked on when I was, I would say maybe seven, eight, nine to 10 years old before I became um, Jamal. 
My first, my, I have two first names. It's Eddie Jamal. So when I first started school, it was Eddie. Um, whew, could not stand that name. But Eddie used to get beat up. He used to get bullied. Um, I'm going to tell y'all a story. So when I was in class one time, fifth, sixth grade, seventh grade, and my daughter still makes fun of me about this. Uh, she even made a rap song about it. I was uh, in class. I uh, I used to go over my grandmother's house all the time. I was my me and my granny was tight. I loved her, um, and I would just go there all the time. So I had my clothes already packed to go to my grandmother's house. And somebody, I guess I didn't zip my bag up good enough. One one of these little girls went through my book bag and took my little Ninja Turtle underwear out. I was a Ninja Turtle fan. Love Donatello, Michelangelo, and all them boys. <laughs> Oh, she my took my word. underwear out and they started throwing it around the class. And so as they're throwing it, she makes up a lie and they start calling me doo-doo draws Eddie. And they oh, start man. singing the whole class. Doo-doo draws Eddie. Doo-doo draws Eddie. Doo-doo draws. They start singing it. So they're singing it the whole class. Man, and kids can be so mean. Kids are mean. So then they take my underwear into the lunchroom. Start throw, I'm, I'm trying to fight my underwear. So, so, so imagine me running around and trying to catch my underwear and they keep throwing it around the class. So they throw it to the next person, the neighbor. I'm trying to get my underwear. And that was before I was a little, I was a little geeky nerdy back then. That's before I, my whole personality changed to this other psychopath that you, you hear today. So they throw it around in the class. They throw it around in the lunchroom. And so from that day forth, all the kids, uh, at that school, for the most part, they called me Doodoo Jaws Eddie. And one time, the teacher, when we did a, because y'all remember, they used to call your name out to see if you were here. One time, the teacher said, Doodoo Jaws Eddie. I just stood up and said, yeah, I'm here, man. And so, for a while, I just got bullied. Bully, 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 bully. All the time. So, eventually, I was tired of being bullied and pushed around. Girls talk about me. The boys talk about me. I ate lunch by myself. That was pretty adverse. A few times, I ate lunch in the bathroom by myself. That was pretty adverse. And so, when I got older and my parents and I moved, I changed my name to Jamal. And when I changed my name to Jamal, I changed my mindset I changed my confidence. I changed my swag. <laughs> and I was no longer doo-doo jaws Eddie like I was. I was a whole different dude with a whole different mindset and a brother you didn't want to mess with. But I say that to say that being bullied for two, three years and talked about and having to eat lunch by yourself, that's a childhood, adverse childhood experience that for a while did make me insecure. But as I got older, I started to deal with that insecurity and I started to like the person I was and I started to like uh, who God had made me uh, in his image. So I didn't let that bullyingness or that trauma stop me or make me become insecure and make me just start doing things for love and attention. Amen to that. That was heavy. Brother Addis, you the, you the life coach. I'm going to let you start first. Man, again, Children can be such assholes. My goodness. And, and world, please don't get me wrong. I love children. But you remember back when you was a kid. You weren't too kind. I know I wasn't. And I was really one of the nicest kids in school. But, you know, kids will be kids and they'll be me, my minister. 
I apologize for what you had to go through because that was ridiculous. And then the teacher jumping into that heifer should have got fired. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Because she called everybody else by their real name. She said, daddy. <laughs> I stood up. I said, I'm here. <laughs> and, and, and you know something? I, 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 I really would love if she heard this podcast so she can hear the damage she's done. But really, she didn't do damage because now ministers who he is today. This man touches thousands of people around the world with his sermons. Woman, I hope you listening. I don't know your name. I don't want to know your name. I hope you listen. So you know that that uh, her her calling you doo doo draws Eddie wouldn't fly in this new PC culture we live in. She even got fired already. Somebody would have went and told. It would have got on social media, and they, oh. that would have been her job. <laughs> Bro, you know every kid in that class would have been whipping out their phone. <laughs> yeah, they would have got rid of her. They would have got hey. rid of her. Hey. hey, she wouldn't even made it out the classroom. But I, At all. <laughs> but I say that story because now that story, because I never even told my mother that story until like maybe a few years ago, because it was it was damaging, it was hurting. Um, that I, you know, I got bullied, and you know, I would go to girls. They said, like, "Get away from me, doodoo jaws, Eddie." <laughs> they used to, they used to dog, they used to dog me out. But I say that story to say now I, I, I use that story in my sermons, and I use that as a testimony because of my security and who I am in God. Because yeah, the world at the time was dogging me out at that age. But as I got, as I got older, I allowed him to heal that, that, that security. I didn't look for that security and love and attention in others or the world or Facebook and my space and all that. I found that love and security within what God had had inside of me. And so now I can use that traumatic story as, as a blessing for somebody else. Amen to That's that. That's what I'm talking about. Amen to that. So, uh, so here, so to to show you that how, uh, since Minister um, gave us a great example of of Aces, uh, any anything traumatic, and I think the number one thing to to uh, keep into account or to take into account is that trauma and what's traumatic to one person may not be traumatic to another person, right? So. It's, you know, you, you may not know how something is affecting somebody because something you may brush off, um, you know, maybe may something that's, you know, tearing the other person up inside. Uh, but for a trauma for me, so for a long time, I was not like a big insect person. Like I, I hate like, you know, ants or whatever. Uh, that was cool. But spiders and and, and uh, uh, what's the things called? Um, praying mantis and all of those things. It was, it was a bit much. And so as I got older, I, I would always reflect back to this memory. I think I was like three, I was super young, three, four. I know I hadn't started kindergarten. Uh, I remember I was out in uh, my grandmother's front yard, as Minister just talked about uh, how he was at his grandmother's house. It was, you know, kind of similar for me. And so I was out front and, um, you know, just trying to pick up sticks. I'm three, four years old. I'm just learning, you know, I'm out front. And so I pick up this one stick. It's like, it looks like a twig and then it moves. Right. It's one of these spiders that I learned. It's called a walking stick. It looks like a twig, but it's an actual spider. And so when I picked it up, it actually started moving. So you think that's this is one of my first experiences I had with insects. And so that that was my introduction. So that taught me that, hey, these things can do all of these things. They can they can trick you. They can camouflage whatever. And so, you know, when it would come to spiders in the room and centipedes and all that stuff, 
um, you know, it, that was an insecurity that I had. What I did to get over it is I just faced it, right? I just, there was a spider one day and instead of me smashing it, I caught it and released it. And then from that point, I was able, like now, if it's a fly in the house, I, don't, I just catch it and release it. If it's, you know, a moth fan, I catch it and release it. But it took, it, it, I had to become confident and understand that the one interaction I had, I can't let that one interaction from when I was, you know, way back here continue to impact my life as I move forward. Had I done that, I wouldn't have been able to travel and do some of the things that I've done that are off the beaten path where I encounter all forms of insects. Um, so trauma can affect you in any way. Again, it depends on if, if how resilient you are, right, uh, internally. Uh, and there's so many factors that that determine that as well. Minister, let me throw it back your way. Um, I would... <laughs> you have to love yourself. That's very, very important. And when we love ourselves, then we can love our brothers and sisters. And when I started loving me, that name, that title that was always on, even when I stopped going to that school and being in that community, that started to, it went away. And it went away to the point, like when I first met Shayla, a first lady, and I met little Lily, they made a song about it. They was, they, they, they was in the, they was in the kitchen Banging on the table, doo doo jaws, Eddie, doo doo jaws, trauma, Eddie, doo doo jaws, Eddie, doo 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 jaws. Throw it up. They was they was making they was making songs about it. They did a remix. Right, right, yeah, you're right, right. First lady too. Ficka 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 doo doo jaws. But I I say that to say that I was in there laughing with about that because I am secure with who I am. I, 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 I'm, I'm Jamal. I'm, I'm, I'm even, even, and, and here's why you ministers and pastors always go around talking about, call me apostle, call me bishop, call me pastor. See, those are insecure brothers. You can just call me Jamal. You don't have to call me pastor anything because I'm good with who I am on the inside. I don't need a title. I don't need a like, I don't need a heart to feel good about myself and who I am. I love me, whether you like me or not. So yeah, they made a remix. They made a couple remixes, but it's a good, it's a good laugh and it puts a smile on my family's face and I can crack up with it. So it's very important before you do anything before you, if, if, if you want a real like, you need to first like yourself. You want a real heart, like who you are. And just to camel back off of that, those of you who got insecurities and who are denying your insecurities, because that's what an insecure person does. They are quick to say, I'm not insecure. Actually, yes, you are. Look at your patterns. Look at your behavior. Look at what you're doing. Look at yourself in the mirror. Like Minister said, look at yourself in the mirror. You have to first admit that you have insecurities. Then, quick, quick plug, you need to reach out to Royalty Ministries. We have a lot of great counselors and life coaches that can help you through this. All right. I think we and should do this. What we'll do, Jack, and add is maybe let's do one, one, two, two times a week. Let's put something on the page or let's put something or whatever y'all want to do on one thing that, sh that will open your eyes up to your insecurities or how you know you have insecurities. Let's give the people a couple things that they, they can look and say, oh, okay, if I have this, if I'm doing this or if I'm thinking this, I may have insecurities. Because like I you like said, that. a lot of people want to believe they're beautiful and they lie to themselves, and but they need to know the different tools and the different things to look out for so they can know, oh, I am dealing with some insecurities. I probably need to get some assistance. 
Oh, and just to let you people know, yeah, you could be walking around here looking like Denzel or Beyonce, but if you're insecure, best believe you're doing things that's making yourself look real ugly. So that beauty on the outside actually, actually ain't beauty because you ain't beautiful on the inside. Take care of your mental health. Uh, assess yourself. Uh, instead of comparing yourself to, uh, you know, the other physical things that you see, how people, as my brother just talked about, how people are pretending to look uh, or what they're pretending to have. Uh, don't worry about all that. You know, just figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing and how you're supposed to be doing it. Um, and if you if you take a if you take a stroll down that that path, you'll see your life will become so full you won't even worry about the other things, or you won't have time to worry about them once you become consumed in what it is you're supposed to be here to deliver. All right, I think, gentlemen, y'all did a marvelous job. Um, like I said, we gonna we gonna post some on our page or, or or post some on our on our Facebook page, just giving you tips and different things to look out for uh, if you are questioning if you are insecure um, because your insecurities may be affecting your relationship, may be affecting your work. Uh, it may be affecting your health. So if you can start getting your securities right for yourself, it can be a huge blessing. Um, thank you. This is another side of faith. My brothers uh, tell, tell the people peace and we'll see y'all shortly. As I grow and get more